And we're back. Welcome, everyone, to Politics Express, the Postwriter's General Interest Politics Podcast. I'm your host, the Postwriter's State and Science Editor, Lars Emerson. This week, we are wrapping up the ranking of all post-war presidents that we started in last week's episode. Go back and check it out if you haven't listened to it, because Mike and I have some hot takes on who our worst and most mediocre presidents are. Uh, we've told you who we chose as the worst, but this episode you'll find out who we think are the best. With me today to discuss is the Post Writers Editor-in-Chief, Mike Levito. What's up, Mike? Not much. We just finished talking about H. W. Bush. Mm -hmm. That was my seventh choice president and Mike's sixth choice. So now we'll do my sixth choice. The sixth greatest post-war president in my mind is Barack Obama. Mm. Yeah. He I think he's a fair sixth. I think that is a fair placement too. I had a lot of trouble with numbers three through four. I I did I did as well. Yes. Um, He, you know, he was good. I think overall, he was certainly good from a. Well, I mean, from a communication perspective, from a like what could America be perspective, uh, he may have been a little too optimistic about that. Mm -hmm. Um, I I actually think. The longer Biden's presidency go on, the worse it's making Obama look. Yeah. Because, like, the Afghanistan war, uh, this was two months ago at this point, but it's, and, but it's like you can't really pretend that Obama is not very much complicit in this because he mm. honestly escalated it, right? And it was still going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I, Trump had a better Afghanistan policy than Obama. Than Obama. I don't think you could argue... That that's not true, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and th- there are many, like, anti-Trump publications that have said as much. It's like, Trump's Afghanistan policy was actually, like, fine. Yeah. And Obama, like, <clears throat> completely shit the bed on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you, you I think you kind of run into a Jimmy Carter issue with Obama, too. It's like, just a lot of... St- after 2011, when the Republicans take the House, you don't actually get much out of him. Mm-hmm. In general, it's like, yeah, those first two years you get Dodd-Frank, which has flaws, but is overall good. And you get the Affordable Care Act, which has flaws, but is not, you know, I, I credit Pelosi with that more than I do Obama. Um, yeah. You're really just rating him. I, uh, and he just deports so many people. <laughs> He's just He just does so many things that make me, like, so upset. And yet, I'm giving him sixth place just... Maybe because I'm a biased piece of shit, but I think just because like he clearly was like not given a fair shot in so yeah. many ways, and and you know Jimmy Carter is the same way, but obviously Jimmy Carter had some advantages that Obama never had, and just like the stuff Obama was dealing with was at like a whole like can you imagine being the president? I mean I'm gonna invoke him again. Can you imagine being the president that's like oh my god, there's a chance I could be the last president in American history (laughs) before this guy just, like, blows it all up. I I, I can't even imagine how that feels, like, handing Mm -hmm. it off um, and knowing your legacy is just completely overshadowed by this 
guy. Yeah, he he drone striked a lot of people too, <laughs> um, not all of whom deserved it. Um, well, I think those four pre- those four presidents all did. Well, yes, that's true. Um, he also, yeah, I, I think a good point you make is that like <laughs> Biden <laughs> is executing or at least trying to execute a bolder and more liberal policy with a fifty fifty Senate split right. than Obama did with a sixty forty split. Granted. Obamacare was considered pretty like it was a very big deal at the time. It is a big deal. I, big I deal signed still. up for Obamacare literally today, the day we are mm-hmm. recording, and it is awesome. I actually highly recommend Obamacare. It's too bad they got rid of the individual mandate. They should keep that. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, and you know, Dodd Frank flawed. I, you, repeal, don't ask, don't tell. But again, I was like mostly Congress. Um, Anyhow, there, there are good policies, and, yeah. and, and his certainly. I mean, I, I completely forgot to mention this. The reason Obama, I think, is a, a, a good president. Um, <laughs> oh God, I can't believe I'm going to go into this hole. Uh, the Trans-Pacific Partnership was genius. <laughs> it, it was. It's completely. The, China is now asking to join the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which is now called the. CPTPP. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so prescient. It was so ahead of the time. You know, Obama did this pivot to Asia uh, well before Trump was out there screaming like China's a menace. Um, and yeah, Trump was Trump was kind of saying something before anyone else that like China could be a problem. Mm-hmm. But Obama acknowledged that, and this, the pivot to Asia was like a big deal, and he had a plan. The TPP was a plan. There was nothing wrong with this plan. It's let's get the Asian economy, let's get the Pacific nations on our side. Let's make sure we have free trade agreements with them under our environmental and labor protections so that they're not taken advantage of by China. Let's reset this whole region in our favor. Uh, and then, of course, Trump has to say that's a terrible idea because he doesn't like Obama. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree with all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot else to add. <laughs> no, that, that's fine. Yeah, that's Obama. Who is your fifth favorite post-war president? My fifth, I have Bill Clinton. Ooh. Um, Bill Clinton. I think most even um, Republicans would say, yeah, he was like a pretty good president. Um, he he signed NAFTA, your favorite. Yeah. Um. And yeah, added environmental and labor protections to it. He did. Yes, yes. Um, and it was like, you know, an effective negotiator with a Republican Congress that really hated him. Uh, I think I think he was a pretty he was a pretty good form. Like I I think Bosnia and Kosovo was generally like pretty justifiable. And he did like help facilitate peace talks between those nations as well as in Northern Ireland. Um, yeah, know, there was I, that I, one foreign policy catastrophe but i it's not really bill clinton's fault which one rwanda oh yes yeah that was bad uh, yeah i I don't think he it can be blamed on him because it's no no i don't think so it's not like anyone else was doing anything (laughs) yeah the reason i have him at five and not higher is one i feel like i have to ding him a little bit for the Lewinsky scandal um and it's and i and maybe this is a double standard it's like if it had not become, like, a public concern while he was president, I don't know that I would necessarily hold it against him. But the fact that it kind of hijacked 
a good portion of the American political headspace for the late 90s, I think is um, detrimental in the strike against him. And also, like, I he, in a sense, gets lauded for signing, um, you know, the crime bill and um, welfare reform, but I'm skeptical that those were necessarily both good things. I, I think... Oh, I, I don't think anyone thinks they were good things. Exactly, yeah. And it's like... I I, I I know that it speaks to his skill as a politician and his ability to negotiate with the other side, but and I, I don't think he had really. Oh, I guess he could have vetoed them, but I don't know. <laughs> I I I just think that uh, I know he made like Democrats politically viable for the first time in like you know twenty five years or whatever. But um, I I feel like I have to ding him for that though. I feel like those are two things that people really don't care for anymore. <laughs> No, it, certainly his. I, I have him higher than you do, but his. There are certainly policy complaints that had a negative legacy, um, over a shorter period of time than some of the presidents we've covered, um, and it, it, it's hard. I mean, Bill Clinton was very. I, I mean, you know, six years ago, seven years ago, is like Bill Clinton was like. <laughs> had like an 80% approval. Like, Republicans were like, oh yeah, we like yeah. Bill Clinton. Well, He's cool I said that, now. <laughs> I said this on Watching Mates. I don't know how any Republican could look at the post-Reagan presidents, or even, I would say, uh, post-H.W. Bush presidents, mm. and not think that Clinton was like the best one. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, I, I, I think I agree. I think I agree with that. I think... Um... I, I have Clinton higher, so I, I'll, I'll wait. I, I just okay. think five... You, you make good points. Mm-hmm. Yes, you make good points. I know I do. <laughs> you always make good points, Mike. That's, you know, it's well, your I'm thing. Here. For, for my five, I have Kennedy actually here. Mm. Is Kennedy... Um, <laughs> that's John F. <laughs> <laughs> Not John uh, Neely? Yeah, yeah. Um, is he I have like a Gerald Ford problem with him except Kennedy's policy actually did last yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to raid Kennedy it's like the one most lasting thing he did and contributed to may have been well it's two things right it's the space program mm-hmm. which was objectively good I don't care yes. what you say the space pro- program was like good and a I useful agree. spending of money mm-hmm. um, yes Money could also be spent on social programs, but let's do both. Let's not take one away. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Vietnam War, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's I, not so good, right? And mm-hmm. not not so good. So yeah, Kennedy, I, I think he gets high marks just because he not a lot happened, but mm-hmm. he seemed to be doing a good job. He was certainly changing the presidency, and the nation loved him. The, the whole nation loved him, right? It's like yeah, you had, you had yeah. to be doing something right when everyone was like pretty much on board. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the, the way he, the, his, his oratory about uh, like what America could be in the next 10 years, just it meant a lot. It was very important and very... Like presidents don't usually make me like tear up, but like Kennedy's mm-hmm. t- Kennedy could hit that mark, and I wasn't even alive. <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, he he had a vision for the future. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. And it, yeah, it does. It it feels weird because he's the assassination overshadows everything about his presidency. Yeah. And obviously cut it short. Um. So it kind of makes him hard to rate, I think, in a way. Um. But I I would point out that he also I obviously have him ranked higher. I that he. He set the stage for the Civil Rights Act, right? Yeah. In, in, yeah, a, yeah, in yeah. a lot of ways, that was able to pass because people were like, do this for John, for our dearly departed President John F. Kennedy. Um, and set the stage for a lot of things. And, you know, also, kick, we talked about Johnson realigning um, the the political the American political spectrum. And Kennedy also started doing that, right? Like, he was a pretty explicitly pro-civil rights um guy and, and you know that's one of the reasons why the solid south began to crack um when he was running so yeah yeah mm-hmm. um that's kennedy's my number five clinton was yours who's your number four my number four is barack obama um i don't know that i have a whole lot to add to what i said i, I think in a way yeah he wasn't a great foreign policy president he definitely uh squandered a bit of opportunity i just have him hired it, it's it's but I don't know. I guess I don't know how much active harm he. Did. I guess foreign policy did some active harm. I just feel like for me it was like, who do I think did more harm, Obama or Clinton? I think Clinton did more harm than Obama did. I the Afghan the Afghanistan war legacy really. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the last couple of months, I think about it a lot, and I've always. Uh, he there's there's. Just maintaining so many Bush policies, the surveillance mm-hmm. state, the Patriot yeah. Act. There's yeah. so many things Obama, mm-hmm. like explicitly ran on getting rid of, mm-hmm. and Guantanamo Bay mm-hmm. is, is is these things. He had the chance. He had a Democratic supermajority in Congress, yeah. and just not only did he not like prioritize them, he actually went the complete opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Um, it got worse. Yeah. I, yeah, Obama stopped torturing people, but like, okay, <laughs> you don't get an award for that. I don't know. No, that's true. And like, I I think you convinced me that to, you could convince me to rearrange my numbers five through three in like any order, and I'd be fine. Um, I just kind of like held like not held my nose, just kind of like closed my eyes. Was like, ah, oh, where are they gonna go? Um, it, it, so it's, yeah, I, it's it's a weird pattern because I feel like we were also pretty harsh. With Obama and our we Watching were. Mates podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, and I think it's just because of our, like, recency bias and just yeah. because yeah. the circles we run in are always mm-hmm. very... They're very liberal, but they're also kind of anti-Obama. Yeah. The yeah. circles you and I yeah. run in, at yeah. least. <laughs> Is mm-hmm. there, it's just like, yeah, we all, like, supported him over, you know, the Republicans at the time, but we were also very... So many deportations. The most, de- yeah. the most deportations actually. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Well, it's it's funny, right? Because like I feel like the only reason people talk about that now is because of Trump, right? It's like it was right. not like a high salience issue at the time, uh, but now I it is. I think it was for some people. But well, okay, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you were to do like the polling where it's like, what is the most important? Right. You know, I, I it it would be fairly low, I think. Right. Yeah, uh, Obama did some good. He's certainly done more, as evidenced by we both put him in our top fifty percent. He yeah, did more yeah. good things, right? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Do- DACA was good. 
mm-hmm. is is good. <laughs> the yes. eyes, eyes, the Supreme Court. Um, the, the oh, and we'll, also, I will, ju- I will just say, thank God he managed to get Sotomayor and Kagan on the right. bench. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, and like nominating Merrick Garland was like a stroke of genius. Right? Yeah, is it made yeah. Republicans looked. Merrick Garland was actually qualified too, but like it made Republicans mm-hmm. look so bad. Yeah, um, and like o- Obama definitely won every. You know, any argument he was having, he was winning. Mm-hmm. He was not always right, and he made some bad calls, but he was always he always <laughs> the other side always looked worse. Yeah, I think yeah. that is definitely definitely the case. Um. My number four is Johnson, actually, in this place. And it, mm. I think it's the, uh, it, it, you know, it's what we talked about. Is I, I think I'm yeah. just waiting the Civil Rights Act and whatnot higher than I am Vietnam. <sighs> it's just like the Civil Rights Act feels like the most major legislative accomplishment in the post-war era. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's fair? Do you think that's fair to say? Um, most major I think it is right. I feel like that's um, fair <laughs> for the way that it. Um, it, it's funny, right? Because people have been well. Pe- by people, I mean people on Twitter. Um, I by the way, I I, I had a assignment to you the other day, and uh, my professor was like, "This is like too much about Twitter. You're talking way too much about Twitter." <laughs> Um, so forgive, <laughs> so forgive me, uh, Jessica, for for going back into this. But um, the uh, the Twitterati, if you will, oh ha- have basically been like, why isn't Biden taking an LBG like stance against um, cinema and mansion? Why isn't he really turning the screws on these people to get his agenda done like Johnson mansion did? Is bigger than Biden, <laughs> yeah. Why, 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 why can't you do it like Johnson did? It's like, well, Johnson had, like, ridiculous majorities in right. both houses of Congress. But, to be fair, part of that coalition was, it, like, uh, uh, were politicians who were very hostile to civil rights. Yeah. By which I mean racists, I guess. But well, um, Certainly some the, of them, yeah. Yeah. But the fact he was able to navigate that and pass it, and then also get reelected after that, too, by... A massive landslide. It was he did that. That was it was sixty four, right? The Civil Rights Act, or was it sixty five? It was yeah, sixty four. And then there was a one in sixty eight too. Yeah, yeah. But um, the fact that he was able to do that and then get reelected and basically sort of like you know realign the country, I think yes, I, I do think is a pr- pretty remarkable. Achievement. It's it's hard to. I, is it weird that it says that I think it'd be harder to pass like this Civil Rights Act now than it would in like 1964? <laughs> no, I like I, I get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of clearly, right? I mean, they are trying to basically renew the Civil Rights Act, and it's going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I get it. I you put LBJ in like the exact middle. I think mm-hmm. that's you know when we were going through watching mates, we kind of said it's like yeah he's half like terrible and half really 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 good yeah, yeah. so how do you balance that and mm-hmm. god the longer this year goes on the more i like feel like the civil rights act and whatnot was just like a bigger deal yeah i, I don't know who is your third place my third place is john f kennedy and the reason why We'll be coming running from my top three. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> Pour one out. Um, <laughs> for old JFK. The reason why, and like I said, this will become a running theme, my top three is that, so we talked about good stuff he did, you know, laid the groundwork for the Civil Rights Act, space program, um, things like that. He also aver- averted nuclear war. <laughs> um, yeah. It, uh, granted, we came probably the closest we ever came to having a nuclear war while he's president. I don't really think that was his fault. Um, and the fact that he was able to kind of uh, look in the eye of Armageddon and then come out okay, I think uh, speaks to something good. He... I agree. <laughs> yes. I, you know, there's very... I don't have a lot negative to say about Kennedy because it would be mm. in poor taste. Right, yeah. Um, which is not, you know, he obviously did bad things. I think all of our presidents did some bad things. Well, yeah. But, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I put him lower than you just because his... It didn't always sure. manifest. Mm-hmm. He always said yeah. the right thing and was doing kind of the right thing, but... Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if we go by your measure, it's like William Henry Harrison should be our greatest president because he didn't, you know. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> he did. He did the least harm. Right. I, I'm. I'm not actually utilitarian, but <laughs> right, right. Um, no, that's fair. So my my number three, I went with Harry Truman. Um, he's the name we haven't mentioned so far. Yes, he's my number two. He sure bombed some places, didn't he? (laughs) Um, Which is exciting, because it means we have the same number one. Mm. Harry Truman, obviously another very... I think you could argue he's probably the second most important foreign policy president in the post-war era, behind H.W. Bush. Uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. Was... I mean, mean, imagine the shit that, like... You know, he's he's sitting there, he's... You know, FDR dies, then he's like, oh, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then he has to be president when, like, the entire world order is created. <laughs> yes. And, like, he, you know, the world order was pre- is pretty good. Like, he, he pulled it off. Yeah. Um, I, you know, my hat's off to Harry. Yeah. He was he, corrupt, but, oh, yeah. like, good for him. Yeah. Um. He also avoided nuclear war, which is another reason why I haven't read right, so highly. Right. Um, and he 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 built Western Europe right. back from right. absolute rubble. Like you think about like the absolute failures in nation building under the Bush administration and the Obama administration, every administration since George W. Bush. And like, okay, yeah, Iraq, very hard place to govern. Probably should not be a country, right? You probably should be a few different countries arguably the same with Afghanistan. But, like, Truman was like, yeah, you see this whole half of the continent that just been bulldozed for the past six years um, has experienced nothing but misery and bloodshed. Um, I'm going to rebuild it in America's image. <laughs> and he did it. Like, he did it well. Um, you know, the Berlin era left the Marshall Plan, all that stuff. He, he sees that opportunity and uh, ensured that the United States would become one of two superpowers in the future. He, and, 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 and had a plan to contain the other uh, superpower, you know, NATO. That was, that was Truman. He, so I, I, I visited his presidential library in uh, Liberty, Missouri a few years ago. 
Um, and they like compared him and Obama in the <laughs> Obama was president when I visited, so it was a little more than a few years ago. But you know, they they had like this whole exhibit on like his fair deal mm-hmm. and like the twenty one point program. I I think it's very telling some of the points in this <laughs> twenty one point program. It's improvements in coverage and adequacy and unemployment compensation, uh, aid to farmers, increase the minimum wage. Uh, help small businesses, help veterans. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's all this. You know, universal health care. It's it's mm-hmm. all this stuff that we've. He proposed this all you know seventy years ago, mm-hmm. uh, or sixty years ago, eh, seventy years ago, seventy years ago, and 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 it's yeah. Some of these, some of them are a little like. It's, yeah, price control is maybe not so much Harry, but like the rest mm-hmm. of the stuff is like pretty on the nose in terms of like yeah. where we would go. Mm-hmm. Um, and Obama kind of like completed that. The, the point of the exhibit was like Obama kind of like completed this program, right? Is mm-hmm. he fulfilled the twenty-one point program? Um, yeah, and so- also we should mention. Um, he basically desegregated the federal government. <laughs> Yes. And he was doing this as a white guy from Missouri between, like, you know, 1947 and 1953. Um, that's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah. That he had the gumption and the will to do what I'm sure was pretty unpopular among his constituency, basically. I mean, he was so, so, so unpopular. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was so unpopular that he... That Strom Thurmond created the Dixiecrats to run <laughs> against him, and he won. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and also, there was there was I'm reading this straight from Wikipedia. There was no post post war depression. He for whatever he did, right. economic wise, everything was all right. It, it, it's it's like Harry Truman was either a very smart president, <laughs> or he was just like very lucky, right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's just. Or very, like, arrogant. He mm. said all this stuff, just, like, point blank and went for it. And there's there's something very, like, LBJ about that. Yeah. Um, as they yeah. both were in that same... I think you could draw a very clear line from Harry Truman to LBJ. I think you'd then skip everyone until Obama and Biden. Yeah. Uh, mm. But I think there's a line there in terms of yeah. goal. Yeah. Um, he's your number two. My number two now is Bill Clinton, which may be our my may my most controversial choice. And I'm waiting for Twitter to come after me on this one. <laughs> yeah, Bill Clinton is like, you know, he's certainly rapey and a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but from a policy standpoint, some of it's not so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just the '90s are such a. I, I think they are the last great era of America. <laughs> I, I think America has not gotten much. It, statistically, it obviously has gotten better, but from like a mm. pers- from a social, you know, how we view each other and how we view our country, I don't think it's gotten better from the '90s. The '90s was like the last great era of like america on top and like america is is a good force in the world and we all feel proud of our country and ever since then only about half of the country has felt that way yeah. at various points and there is something to be said is 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 
you know, Bill Clinton takes office at this period where we, for the first time <laughs> since uh, the 1930s, <laughs> we have no conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uses the presidency in these unique ways to craft this vision for the 21st century on that kind of new world order that, you know, George H.W. Bush very much established and set the foundation for, um, you know, tech investment. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you could look at the economic growth in the 90s, I mean, and you can include the bubble after it that burst in that, but it's so much of what we have now in terms of economic success is because of this Clinton era, you know, let's take our hands off economically. Um, I mean, the the new Democrat agenda, right? It, it's just mm-hmm. all of that. And like you said, like from a foreign policy standpoint, I think he did a lot more than people know. You mentioned, you know, Kosovo, and we talked about Rwanda, which, yeah, the U.S. should have intervened in Rwanda. A lot of people mm-hmm. died. Yeah, U.K. also should have intervened <laughs> right, in Rwanda. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we all should have intervened in Rwanda. Um, but I, the the... Uh, the South American like economic crisis happened in the 90s, and he mm-hmm. and uh, Larry Summers, <laughs> who's a name I can't believe I'm bringing up now because he's now kind of <laughs> being alienated. But like they like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. g- g- <laughs> like st- state like prevented all of these economic catastrophes in Latin America, mm-hmm. um, and no one remembers that, right? Yeah. And, from an economic policy, it's like, yeah, getting rid of Glass-Steagall was a good idea. It, it was. Mm. NAFTA is a good idea. It, it it just it just is. It's And this was at a point, remember, the European Union was just, like, creating its own cur- currency and consolidating. And he was like, America needs to be, like, competitive. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to compete with the world and stand on our own and also do good things for the world. And I think that's why I'm just generally pro-Clinton. He's the ultimate neoliberal president. And, yeah, I don't want to be like, you know, I'm not I'm not going to, like, let him hang out with my girlfriend. But mm-hmm. uh, I think I would elect him president if I were alive in the 90s. I mean, I probably would have, too. Yeah. Um. He When I take polls of, like, which president, like... <laughs> which president are you? I don't want to say that, but it's like which president <laughs> are you most like ideologically similar sure, sure, to? Sure, yes, yeah I, yeah. I always get Bill Clinton. I, I typically, I typically do as well. Um, <laughs> you and I take a lot of these polls. <laughs> <laughs> um, spoken like a true economist, all of what you said, um, and I, mean, I think that at I think least there's numbers fair. behind what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I think that's 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 totally fair. Um, I yeah. I, I'm I'm not saying he doesn't have problems. Right, he, right. He, his criminal justice record is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it doesn't matter if Republicans are behind it. He signed it. I yeah. completely yeah. agree. Um, and yet he he's you know a creep. <laughs> well, yeah. He yeah. he abused his power, um, <laughs> as, not as, in a political <laughs> way, but just in a, like a you know a, a sexual way, which is also bad. As, as did Kennedy, and yeah, probably Trump. Well, but like if if, if Trump did, if, if Trump had Clinton's policies, he would have been a better president. Like you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I I, I did try to 
separate, in most cases, the man from the yeah the president because I I think that's um that that because then it just be it's like oh who'd you rather hang out with anyway right um, <laughs> in which case the answer is clearly Richard Nixon right. dude could party. He was a, a, um, a ferocious poker player, apparently. And he drank a lot on the job. So, like, yes. I want to hang out with him. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't want to hang out with Trump, the teetotaling no, dick. No, not at all. No. <laughs> not at all. A young George W. Bush, maybe, he would <laughs> want to hang out with. Right. Um, that's um, kind of tasteless. But, anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not... I, I don't know. I, I, I said my piece about Clinton. I'm not going to... I think I think we I think that's well trod ground at this point. <laughs> Fine. So that brings us to the number one we both have in common, probably because yes. he was our Wi-Fi password when we <laughs> lived together. Uh, that's got to be Dwight Eisenhower. It is. Yeah. Old Ike himself. Dude, fucks. I, <laughs> I guess so. Um, yeah, I don't. I think it's funny, right? Um, So I was thinking about this, and it's like, I, I brought up Truman sort of like, you know, doing the whole uh, desegregation thing and how that was probably hard for a guy in his station. It's like, by all accounts, Eisenhower was like a reluctant supporter of civil rights, right? Like, it wasn't his focus. He didn't really care. And yet he signed a civil right. He'd signed a civil rights act. There's one Um He sent troops to Little Rock to tell the governor, like, screw you, these people are going to school, and you have to comply. Baller. Baller move. I think that is probably the most direct enforcement of civil rights, like, by the executive branch, like, in American history, right? I mean, it is, he, in in a sense, I don't have to ever actually get to this point, like, he basically threatened a second civil war over segregation, right? Because um, the Supreme Court ordered it, right? Yeah, it's so yeah. every aspect of like American constitutional government worked. Mm-hmm. Is is he? Oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the you know the the interstate highway system. I know I know some bad things happened while that was being executed, but at the same time, like basically laid the groundwork for the modern American economy by that. Um, was like coined the phrase military industrial complex he even though so he himself his time, right? was like a retired general um and then you know foreign policy yeah he, he he meddled a lot and stuff but um never really to the point like iran eh, i don't really feel great about that i'll be honest um but at the same time i mean you know there was also the uh, Suez crisis, where he basically kind of laid down the law, and it was like, uh, yeah, no, you're you're meddling in the Middle East, like that's we're, we're not really gonna we're not really gonna truck to that anymore. Um, I don't, I guess that really play out when you think about it, but yeah, yeah. you know, he he asserted American uh, supremacy on the world stage, and I think was just generally, um, you know, a just just real generally like i i don't like yeah yes you can quibble with his foreign policy i think it's absolutely fair he also established nasa by the way um that's a pretty big deal but by and large i just think that it's 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 hard to find and a flaw and also like you know 
he wasn't as outspoken about as he maybe should have been, but McCarthyism, right? Like, yeah, Eisenhower's an anti-communist, but he knew McCarthy was a crank, right? right. And he, he, he kind of helped facilitate his downfall. So He um, actively called out these people in his own party. Yeah. He yeah. was not actually very partisan. He only no. ran as a Republican because he was like, eh, they haven't had a chance in like 20 <laughs> years. Yeah, people didn't even know what party he was right. um, until he started to run. Like, the Democrats wanted him to run as a Democrat. Um, the in- so. Going back to Kennedy, it's like the entire country like was kind of behind him, right? Yeah. this It's like... He's just every vision like, of what a president should be. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I agree. It's in um, in college, I, I took this class on American presidents. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, and we had to read this book about Eisenhower's presidency, and it was called, like, The Hidden Hand Presidency. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it... So for most of the time since his presidency he was considered just like a mediocre president right is he he didn't do anything Mm. and he was just like whatever um and then in the last like 20 years it was like oh he may have been like the 10th best president and then he was Mm. like the fifth best president and then it's like oh he was like the third best president of all time yeah um and it's just like because all these papers started to be released from his presidency in which he was just like on point he was like the military is like a problem do not let Mm -hmm. them get out of control make sure civilian control of the military is there from a guy who served in the military right Mm -hmm. um he was just ahead of the curve on like foreign policy he was ahead of the curve on like domestic extremism on like the problems in the democratic and republican parties at the time and to this day um he did the presidency right he was there to do the right thing and nothing else yeah that's literally what he did yeah i agree yeah uh i like ike he is awesome (laughs) his presidential library is in abilene kansas and it is my favorite place on the planet (laughs) earth it is if i could like be buried there i would I would like highly recommend it. Um, and Mike, if you ever visit me in Colorado, you and I will do a day trip there. It's, it's it just it holds up, and it's in this like town in the middle of I seventy Kansas, which is not a very populous area. Mm-hmm. It's just like so good. It's yeah. Eisenhower is awesome. Everyone should just <laughs> a true American hero. He, he is. He is. All right, there's our presidents. Yeah. Eisenhower's the best. Mm-hmm. So, based on our combined rankings, Mike, mm-hmm. uh, our Democratic average, the average we gave every Democratic post-war president is 4.9. Okay. So, <laughs> take that as you will. Though, mm-hmm. Eisenhower, a Republican, was both of our first. I know, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our GOP average... Was eight point eight, hmm. though. Uh, <laughs> we both I mean, I, I were negative I feel, to Carter. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel I, I feel like uh, that. My guess is that's probably um, heavily influenced by the I would argue inarguable bottom two that we both had. Yes, right? Bush uh, and Trump. Yeah, are definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can compare this. So I went and compared this with, like, the American political science. 
uh, Sienna Poles and C-SPAN, and they all have Trump as like the worst of the mm-hmm. post-war era. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they all have either Bush or Nixon as second, mm-hmm. which, uh, yeah, that's probably that's you know makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Yeah. Um. So we're about on their trend line. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's just uh, Bush and Trump really bring down that average. Actually. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, which leads me to the last question: Have presidents mm-hmm. gotten worse over time in the post-war era? <laughs> we have Eisenhower as our favorite. We both mm-hmm. had Truman in our top three. Yeah. So <laughs> I would say possibly. <laughs> um, I th- so I was thinking about this though. I I think a big part of it is that, and I think this especially holds true for like the C-SPAN rankings and the other rankings, hmm. is that like. Truman was very unpopular when he left office, right? Hmm. History's been very kind to Truman. And Eisenhower um, wasn't, like, unpopular, but he wasn't, like, that popular, right? Right, like, people considered thought, middle of the road. Exactly, right? But now people think he's pretty great. And so I think, and again, I think part of that is, like, because they were actually good, and, and, you know, but people have realized that. But it's, like, I think that there's something to be said for being, you know, 60, 70 years removed from they were president. Because... I have no memories of them because I don't think we were ever on the on Earth, planet Earth at the same time, right? And I have a uh, one-sided relationship with basically every living president, right? And <laughs> hey, um, you and me both. No, a parasocial relationship. I, just, I had to write an assignment on parasocial relationships, so it's fresh in my mind. But and so that's going to affect. The fact that I lived through the Bush, Obama, Trump, and now Biden years, we were not ranking Biden, but, like, that's just going to affect my perception, and I can never be, like, I, I can never be, I feel like I can never be really objective or neutral when it comes to that. Granted, these are objective rate subjective ratings, rather, but yeah. um, it, it's just hard, it's harder to divorce the politics from that, right? And that, that's, that's how I feel about Reagan, right? Like, I think the way we think about Reagan now is going to be so much different than the way we think about it 30 years from now mm-hmm. when the people writing the history will mostly be people who are not alive when Reagan was president, so, right? So what I'm hearing is our great-grandchildren will be like, Trump was the greatest president of all time. I won't go quite that far, <laughs> but I just think it's hard to properly assess a president that you lived through, yeah. which I know is ironic because it's like, well, shouldn't you know the best since you were alive then? But if you were thinking and you voted, like how you voted to go into color, your opinion, and and it's a personality thing too, right? It's like, you know, um, I think one of the reasons why Reagan ranks pretty highly on a lot of these polls is that, like like I said, he was like a warm, convivial presence. And that's one of the reasons why he was so popular. And so if you remember that and you compare it to the last few, or certainly the last, the guy who just left office, right? <laughs> you're going to think more favorably of him because of that. Hmm. And yeah, I, I just think that's that's it's impossible to separate that. Yeah, no, no, that's that's definitely fair. But I, not to cut you off, I do think there's something to be said that is it weird to say that the office of the president has become more politicized than it used to be? No, <laughs> even no, though it's it is not. an inherently political office. It, it's well, I, I don't think it is weird to say at all. Because I, I think that's part of it, right? Is that the country has become more polarized, um, and so you can't really have these, these, these policies. You know, the similarities in say like Truman and Eisenhower, like they're, like that. It's 
it's just harder to replicate that kind of big tent approach and that like sort of um yeah doing things that a lot of people agree on not not that a lot of people agreed on it at the time but you know it's just harder to the, the political I, I just the political dimes are harder to navigate and we also see every president's move now right we never saw really saw truman or eisenhower you know at a press junket in europe when they've been you know on running on like three hours of sleep and they get testy with a reporter you know we, we 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 have less sort of like campaign gaffes because in some cases they really didn't campaign that much and if they did it wasn't recorded they were just kind of stopping into town and then leaving on on a, on a train you know and so we just the more you know about somebody like the more dirt you're gonna find and i think that's um that also colors our opinions of these presidents well, it certainly applies to you and I, Mike. I know so yeah. much dirt on you. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the only thing I'd add is is the the modern primary system changed yes. in this mm-hmm. period too, and I th- I don't think uh, the effects of that I don't think can be understated. Yeah, they're definitely significant on the well, certainly on the Republican side, right? Is you, you get far more extreme candidates recently mm-hmm. and and you get unifiers on the democratic side it's, it's just so the whole system of the primary you know changing in the 60s through 70s is so um you know it's very visible in our in our in who would eventually be elected yeah yeah it's very interesting very interesting mm-hmm. well the presidents you and i had the biggest difference on mike were johnson Nixon and Clinton, and mm-hmm. I rated all of them three ranks better than you did. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there you go. You uh, do with that as you will. Any any yeah. f- final thoughts on our on our post war presidents? I don't think so. I think we I think we did it. I, I I think so. The only final thought I have is I think back to that scene in the simpsons where mayor quimby is introducing the new statue in springfield and it's jimmy carter and it's like <laughs> malaise forever and the crowd is like no he's history's greatest monster <laughs> and they like break it down I was, mm-hmm. it's funny it's true <laughs> yeah um but we will end with that thank you for listening everyone uh, let us know what you think on Twitter. Let us know who your favorite president is, unless mm-hmm. you're on a certain half of Twitter, in which case, please <laughs> do not. Uh, and you can follow us at the Post Writer or email us at our email address that we are also giving out public to you people. Uh, contact at thepostwriter.com. We love hearing from you, so come chat with <laughs> us or suggest some topics for us to unpack in the next Politics Express episode. It's, of course, the Post Writer Podcast brought to you by thepostwriter.com. Uh, and you can sh- check out stuff we work on, things we've written, and our other podcasts over there. We will see you all next time. And my thanks, of course, to Mike for joining. Always a pleasure. Yeah. All right. I like Ike. And I like Mike. <laughs> oh. <laughs>